Good evening. Uh oh. Good evening. It is time for today's tax talk. I'm your host. I'm attorney Stephen Leahy. And it, oh, let's get this off. Let's see what's going on. Steve sometimes makes errors. <laughs> okay, it is time for today's tax talk. I am your host. If I can get this up right. <laughs> Stuff happens, whatever. It is time for today's tax talk. I am your host. I am attorney Stephen Leahy. And it is Thursday, July 21st, the year of our Lord, 2022. The IRS always has a plan. Um, You know, they've had a lot of problems recently. You know, uh, the the backlog, not answering phone calls, uh, on and on and on about the IRS problems. And so now, uh, I don't know if you, but that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, and I hope you can join us on today's Tax Talk. Join us, won't you? There we go. It is. Uh, you know, there is a big... Again, there's a plan out there now. The uh, the there's been talk about getting rid of the commissioner Redditch, um from the Democrats. He was appointed by Trump. He's been a he's been a helpful help for the, the Democrat Congress. I don't think he's been an impediment, but he's not their guy. His uh, his term is up, I believe, in November, and so I think either way, he's gone. Uh, and I th- this might be one of his attempts to stay on. Uh, he's come up with this plan. Uh, you might notice I have a little bit of a voice problem. Uh, I think I have COVID. Don't worry, you can't catch it over the video. <laughs> I'm in the studio by myself, so everything's safe. Everybody's good. <laughs> but uh, but I wanted to make sure we did the the plan. You know, uh, the show today because this is important stuff. So we're going to review a little bit. There's it's a I can only kind of gloss over it today. Perhaps over the next week or two, we can go over some of some more of the plans, strategic goals that they had, and the, the plans they had, uh, the tactics they will have to implement those plans. It's most, you know, uh, you'll see. It's most like every other government plan you've ever read. You know, uh, everything's great, but they could be better. That kind of stuff. Um, you know, we work hard. We're the hardest workers. You know, we just need more, more money, basically. And I think they say that often, but let's just, we're going to begin by just looking at the plan and the commissioner's uh, letter, introductory, and maybe we'll look at the strategic, uh, uh, I want to look at the um, outline of the way the out, the uh, IRS's functions. So we'll do that. Uh, so let's see if we can, let's see if I can get to figure this out. No. I can't. Here we go. So there we go. Here we go. This is, uh, I wanted to put this up because it's America. And there's nothing more America than the IRS. Just ask the IRS, they'll tell you that. But there's nothing more American than the IRS. I think they say that in their plan. So uh, here's the contents of the plan. 
I'm just going to read this about this document uh, here. Here's the contents. You'll see the strategic plan, four, uh, four goals, service, enforcement, people, and transformation. Uh, the IRS is excited to share this multi-year strategic plan, which aligns four goals to the IRS mission and identifies objectives and strategies to meet the goals. Our strategic plan builds on the progress made and outcomes achieved over the many years while weaving together the IRS mission, values, and priorities. The strategic planning team within the office of the chief financial officer, uh, officer facilitated the development of this plan through the, an inclusive and deliberative process that engaged IRS employees, leaders, adversary, adversary groups, and key stakeholders. I love the way that they, uh, they're inclusive. Because, you know, nothing in government can be good unless it's inclusive. Uh, they never include me, but it's got to be inclusive. Uh, after performing a comprehensive, uh, uh, including the Department of Treasury, after performing a comprehensive current state uh, assessment of the service, we design a plan to enable employees and stakeholders to see how their contributions support our mission of delivering high-quality taxpayer service and fair enforcement of tax law. And of course, that's what they always say, isn't it? I, you know, I, when you call the IRS, they say, we want to get to our customers right away. I don't want to be a customer. <laughs> You're a customer. <laughs> that's just the way it is. Um, message from the commissioner. So here's the commissioner. Remember, he's on his way out. And this might be a way for him to try to hang on. Uh, I'm pleased to present the IRS strategic plan for fiscal years. Two th- oh, don't want to do that. For fiscal years 2022 and two, through 2026, in, in publishing this plan, we want to share our strategic priorities and how they shape the important work that takes place at the IRS year in and year out to help taxpayers. Do you, as a taxpayer, do you think the IRS helps you? Just ask him. The goal is to provide a roadmap to help illustrate the many ways our employees will provide service to the nation for years to come. Working for the IRS makes me extremely proud, and I'm excited about the future of our agency. My experiences as commissioner have strengthened my belief that the fully functioning IRS is crucial to the success of our nation. I don't know. I don't know how we did it for 100 years without them, but they did. Because it wasn't until the 16th Amendment that the, uh, you know, the IRS was really instituted in, in um, 1865 for the first time. But then... Uh, uh, and then the, the federal income taxes weren't to this till uh, the 16th Amendment. But but again, they went through almost 100 years without them. Uh, we serve and interact with more Americans than nearly any other public or private organization. You think everybody's got to pay taxes? It's like you know the, the two for certainties: death and taxes. We serve and interact with more. Uh, when citizens perform their civic duty each year by preparing and filing their taxes and paying only what they should. Do you believe, do you look at it as a civic duty? I guess it is a civic duty. So I'll give them that. It is a civic duty. Uh, it's also a requirement by law. Okay. So, and there's penalties if you don't, I would think a civic duty is more like something I do. And then if I, you know, I don't, I don't go to prison if I don't do it. They help fund critical aspects of the country's infrastructure, ranging from schools and roads to social security payments and the nation's military. And all the graft and, and overpayment and, and Ukrainian payments and every other, you know, all of that also comes through the IRS. 
The IRS has undergone tremendous change over the past five years. On July 1st, 2019, the Taxpayer First Act was signed into law, and it gave us the opportunity to shape our future and rethink the way we operate. In particular, it helps us better interact with taxpayers, train our employees, and restructure our organization, all important foundations for a future success. All of that is true. Um, I don't know if they've been really good at uh, communicating with taxpayers, since I don't think we really hear them that much, do we? We don't hear from them that much. Uh, as we can't get, a, they won't answer our phone call. One in nine phone calls get answered. And that's just the fact. As we uh, work to develop the, to deliver the TFA report to Congress, we found ourselves in uncharted waters during the COVID-19 pandemic. The pandemic presented some of the greatest challenges to the IRS in the history of terms of our ability to carry out our mission and to protect the health and safety of taxpayers and our own workforce. IRS employees responded admirably, admirably uh, by quickly implementing crucial ref- Let me see about this. I, I'm having some problems with my hearing. Okay. IRS employees responded admirably by quickly implementing crucial relief measures passed by Congress that included more than $800 billion in economic impact payments dispersed to millions of Americans. IRS employees also successfully extended and proudly delivered the longest filing season on, on record in 2020 and delivered another extended filing season in 2021. Well, that wasn't something that was, that was something that they had to do because they could not, could not meet the deadlines. The IRS took steps to better serve underserved taxpayers by increasing the amount of information and assistance available to them in additional languages on forms, in publications, and through phone interpreter services. We provide crucial help to millions of families through the advanced child tax credit payments with proactive outreach of those who qualified, and we developed an online portal for easier access. It's like every other government website, not not too good. Remember, there's been this big problem with facial recognition and what's the IRS doing with that? That's been another big problem. We also continue to make important progress in our compliance programs with a particular focus on abusive tax shelters, including syndicated conservation easements and micro-captive insurance arrangements. <laughs> I think that 99.9% of people don't know anything about those. In, in addition... I'm going to say not people, taxpayers. I'm proud of the Criminal Investigation Unit's recent efforts, including helping dismantle three terrorist financial financing crime plots. I didn't hear about that. That's the first I'm hearing about it. The IRS remains dedicated to improving service to taxpayers, maintaining the integrity of our tax system, empowering our workforce, supporting our partners, and modernizing our systems, working toward these strategic goals with consistent multi-year funding will help us better achieve our mission. So he's always off the consistent multi-year functions because they don't have that right now. They want more money and they want it now and they want it for the foreseeable future. Um, deliver the promise of a new IRS that will take an innovative approach to the future of tax administration to better serve all taxpayers. As I look back over my past few years here, I'm still extremely proud to be able to say I'm Chuck Redditch and I'm and I work for the Internal Revenue Service. It's, he's the commissioner. He doesn't work for them. 
Even with all the challenges, we've made great strides. The entire IRS workforce wants to do more in every area, and we will. Again, just like every other statement that you ever hear uh, about these things, you know, uh, everything we, we're doing great. We could do better. We need more money, and we're going to do better. Um, so you, I, I wanted to look at the, let me see about this. Just, we already talked about these con- the contents here. So I want, it begins with the Taxpayer Bill of Rights. I've gone over the Taxpayer Bill of Rights before. I will do that on another show because I think it's very important about the, uh, you know, the, to hold the IRS to this Bill of Rights that they, that they claim to, uh, to follow and that they publish all the time. And so the more you know about the, the IRS Bill of Rights, the more you can pull it out when you have a problem with the IRS. Say, hey, wait a minute. Uh, but the IRS Bill of Rights says, you know, that I'm, I have a right to quality service. Well, you only answer one in nine phone calls. Is that quality service? Just a question. Um, the right to pay no more taxes than the correct amount to, of taxes due. Well, that's what, all, that's what we debate about all the time. What is the correct amount? Right? The right to finality. Some of this stuff never goes away. The right to privacy. Tell that to all the people that had their, their um, all the, the richest folks in America who had their tax returns exposed and published. Okay, so our mission, provide America's taxpayers top quality service by helping them understand and meet their tax responsibilities and enforce the law with integrity and fairness to all. How have they been good on their mission? Just asking, what do you think? What's your been? What's been your experience with the IRS and their mission? Have they met that mission? So I just we don't have time to go over everything here, but I also wanted to go over. They have a organizational chart, so this is what I wanted to talk about. Here's the organizational chart for the IRS. I don't think a lot of people understand that the organization here on the left. I want to see. There's the commissioner. He runs everything. On the left there, uh, by itself, the Independent Office of Appeals. Now, in my office, we do a lot of, of things through the uh, Independent Office of Appeals. And oftentimes, that's where we want to go because, again, they are independent. And many times, the uh, the IRS, uh, people that are involved in the IRS, sometimes they'll have an animosity towards the, some of the taxpayers that they're, that they're uh, tasked to collect from. And... Um, so sometimes you want to get it out of their hands and go to an appeal where someone that's never heard of you before has no prior knowledge of you and the, and they can look at the facts and, and make a determination. Also, the chief counsel's office, that's where we bring court cases. And uh, sometimes we'll, that's on the right-hand side there. Um, and, uh, and the IRS, you know, that's also independent. So you don't go to the, if you're having problems with your, revenue officer and you can go to court sometimes that's the best thing to do they make a determination sometimes the best thing to do is to go to court and that's a whole you know so that's a different um department deputy commission of services and enforcement that's where we go into collections large and business international criminal investigation so these are all part part and parcel of the irs um all on the left here under that. The, the Deputy Commissioner Operations Support, I don't really come into contact with them. The Enterprise Digitalization Case Management Office, never really talked to them. Um, taxpayer Advocate, I kind of skipped over that. 
that's sometimes that's an important tool to use. Although um, people sometimes misunderstand their role, uh, but the taxpayer advocate, which is they'll tell you we're separate than the IRS. Actually, they're part of the IRS. They're just separate of collections. So, uh, so but they are still part of the IRS. So over the days, maybe weeks to come, we'll have an opportunity to go through some of these uh, objectives. Maybe we can do it that quickly. So we did the, the first goal, service. Provide quality and accessible services to enhance the taxpayer experience. Enforcement. Enforce the tax law fairly and efficiently to increase voluntary compliance and narrow the tax gap. You'll see the tax gap mentioned many times. I told you that's the boogeyman that they always use. The, the tax gap, tax gap, tax gap. Uh-oh, three. Where do we go? Three, people. Foster an inclusive, diverse, and well-equipped workforce and strengthen relationships with our external partners. Because that's what we really, we shouldn't be, I'm not going to go there, inclusive and diverse. We know what all that means. Transformation. Transform IRS operations to become more resilient, agile, and responsive to improve the taxpayer experience and narrow the tax gap. That's their big, you know, narrow the tax gap. That just means going after collecting more money from taxpayers. They'll say, well, only tax, only those faxes that we're supposed to t- uh, receive. So um, let's go down here. Here's the goals in, in, uh, I don't want to read those, but we just read those. So anyway, that's where we are over the weeks and the, you know, the days and, and uh, weeks in, to come, we'll have to go through that to, uh, review some of these goals. I think it's interesting. Always read when the IRS is putting out reports and things, always review them because you'll find a lot of great information in there. And that's what I, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, I try to, you know, keep up on exactly what the IRS is doing and try to inform you on it. So that's what we try to do. So remember now, if you have an IRS problems, first, I got to ask you, like I always do, help us get this information out. We need you to like and subscribe, like and subscribe to our content to help us get it out. We really need your help to do that. And we ask you to help us. Thank you so much in advance for helping us. And then remember, if you're fighting the IRS, if you have IRS problems, or if you know someone who does, what's the first thing you should do if you have an IRS problem? And you don't, if you don't know, first thing you should do, get a copy of my book, deal with your IRS problem today. Go to freeirsbook.com, freeirsbook.com. That's freeirsbook.com. Get your copy of Deal With Your IRS Problem today. We will ask for a a small um, uh, shipping and handling charge. Most of of the time it doesn't even cover the shipping, let alone the handling and all the other free gifts that are involved in there. So uh, go to freeirsbook.com. Thanks so much for helping us. Um, Now, we'll be back again next Monday. We hope you can join us here on today's Tax Talk. (laughs) 